Good morning and welcome to the Church of Jesus Christ in Mesa, Arizona. I'm thankful for another weekend to be with you. Um, I'm thankful for more time to give our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ all honor and glory. And on the news and surrounding us every day is confusion and anxiety. And there is so much within our world, but today I rejoice knowing that there is peace in Jesus Christ. That no matter what goes on around you, we have a refuge. That we have a place to go to and a person to go to to pray and to worship, and he will give us peace in our lives. And that's our message to you today. That no matter what goes on, no matter what trouble, no matter what trial you face today, Jesus Christ is our champion, Jesus Christ is our savior, and he will see you through. We're gonna hear from our brother Ken Staley today. I'm excited to hear the word of God and everything we do today is to his honor and glory. So let us pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day and we thank you for yet another opportunity to worship your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you for the opportunity to share the good news of Jesus Christ with all those listening today. We thank you most importantly for his love in our lives, that no matter what background we come from, no matter what we have done or accomplished in our life, that he loves us all equally. And I pray today that we might approach him with an open mind and an open heart today, that he might work within our lives, that he might begin to change us, that we might become new creatures in him, that the old person that we used to be might be gone forever, and that we might be shining examples of his love to everyone we come in contact with. Lord, we love you so much. There are many on our prayer list. I pray that you might comfort today. We pray for our nation, that again, that your peace might be felt across this entire nation in this world, Lord. We love you so much. We thank you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless us today. Good morning, brothers and sisters and friends in Christ. Uh, this morning we're going to hear a song, uh, the title of which is Pleasing. It's uh, performed by the Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir. And before we do, I just want to share a verse um, in Psalms 19.14. And it goes something like this. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. May God bless you as you listen to this. Please keep a prayer in your heart for me that the Lord might inspire my words, that your souls might be fed, that I might be fed, because all good comes from God. May God bless you. Thank you. 
I hope that you felt the Spirit of God in that song. You know, there's something in Scripture that just came to me as I was sitting here that says that we should not practice vain repetition, and they just kept saying the same words. May the song of my heart, may the words in my mouth, may they be pleasing, Lord. <coughs> I don't see it as vain repetition. Each time they said, more pleasing, Lord. I want to be pleasing, Lord. I was talking to the Lord and I was telling him the sincere desire of my heart is that I would, that I would be a, a pleasing thing to him and that I would lift him up. So I want to take that verse and I want to dissect it a little bit, if I may. And we're going to do the second phrase first, which is, um, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. We know that the Lord is our redeemer. He redeemed us from our sins. But my question to you this morning and to myself is, who is my strength? Now, you might say, well, the an obvious answer is, it's God, it's the Lord, it's Jesus Christ. Well, the answer to that question, and before I, I answer it, I want to say, when you think of your strength, I want you to think, who is my resolve? Who is my solution to all things? Who is my comfort? Who comforts me? Or what comforts me? The answer can be found in the Gospel of John, one of my favorite books, if not my favorite book. John 14, 16 through 18, and it says this, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come unto you. Those words take my breath away uh, because it's the father, it's, it's the, the son speaking about what he will do through the father. And in, in the 14th chapter, just a little further down, 25 through 27, Christ says, These things I have spoken unto you, being yet present with you. He was walking with them and talking with them at the time. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall, and I want you to hear these two things, he shall teach you all things. The Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit will teach you all things. I don't know if you've ever thought about that. That it actually instructs you. It educates you. And it will bring all things to your remembrance. And then the last of the verses, 27. Peace I leave you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. 
Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. This morning, brothers and sisters, um, I don't know if, if you've ever seen this uh, when you watch television. Sometimes they'll start a movie or a, a program, and you're five minutes into the program, and then they show the title. And you go, wait, I, I've already watched five minutes of this. Well, that's what I'm doing with you today. We're five minutes in, and I'm going to tell you the title of today's message, which I believe the Lord inspired me with, was, is Perfect Peace in Christ. I want to say it again. And I want to tell you that as the Lord was inspiring me with this message, initially it was peace in Christ. And I thought, no, that, that's perfect peace in Christ. Is perfect peace possible in this life? Well, if you look at all that's going around in the world today, that's going on in the world today, all around us, you might say it's impossible. And I would challenge you and say um, it is possible. And if you go back to that 18th verse, it says, I will not leave you comfortless, or I will not leave you without peace. I will come to you. Now, so far, these are just words, but I want to share something with you later that will bring it home. And what is the key to all of this, our ability to find peace in a world that's not peaceful at the present time? Our ability to find peace in a situation in our personal lives when our personal lives are not filled with peace. The key is, as was read in John, the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit. Now the term Holy Ghost, a lot of people are unfamiliar with in the world today because the term ghost has other uh, connotations. But a Holy Spirit, I think people can relate to more readily. And today I want to go and tell you about a story uh, in Moroni, 8th chapter. And the story goes that Mormon is writing to his son Moroni. And he's writing to him because there is a disputation among the church at the present time that uh, they're baptizing children. And Mormon... Uh, says to Moroni in his writings, um, I have inquired of God about this situation. And while I was inquiring with him, and this is 8, Moroni 8, 5 through 8, he says, the word of the Lord came by the power of the Holy Ghost. Now we know the word of the Lord today as a, a, an individual will be speaking and, and the spirit will overtake them and they say, thus saith the Lord, and they speak what the Lord's message is. I, I don't know if that's how it came to Mormon. I just know that Mormon says, I was asking God and the word came by the power of the Holy Ghost saying, remember, Mormon is praying about this thing that's going on in the church that he's feel, not feeling comfortable with. And the Holy Ghost speaks to him or the Holy Spirit says, look to the words or listen to the words of Christ. And if you look up in Mark 10, 14, Christ said, Suffer the little children to come unto me, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. So here's a real-life situation. Mormon is, is bothered by something. Now, I'm sure you can relate to that. 
he's bothered by something and he's and he's troubled and he goes to the Lord and I'm sure he went to the Lord sincerely with good intent having faith and he says Lord about this thing and the word of the Lord comes forth listen to the words of Christ the answer it's given in an instant that's the power of the Holy Ghost that it can change it can clarify something for you it can resolve something for you it can be the solution for something for you more proof in verse 26 the Holy Ghost shall bring all things to your remembrance it shall teach you one and it shall bring all things to your remembrance and a little further in uh, Mormon um, Moroni 10 4 through 7 Moroni the son Mormon son is now writing to the Lamanites and he exhorts them and he says ask God if these writings are truthful and then Moroni gives them the formula for getting a response he says ponder the mercies of God in your life ponder the mercies of God in your life I want you to listen to this formula take some notes if you want I want I want to impress upon you how important this is and then I'm going to share something personal with you that is proof of this of, of the the truth of these words ask in the name of Jesus Christ ask with a sincere heart ask with real intent and ask having faith in Jesus Christ let me go through those again ask in the name of Jesus Christ ask with a sincere heart ask with real intent and ask having faith that the answer will come it says he will manifest the truth to you how does he manifest the truth he did it to Mormon he did it to Moroni how does he manifest it through the power of the Holy Ghost that's a phrase power of the Holy Ghost it's something you possess and why does he answer because he's the same he's the same God he doesn't change from when he dealt with Mormon or Moroni to today when he's dealing with me and you he's the same today tomorrow forever now the first part of that phrase that I read first back to Psalms 19 14 let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight what are the words of your mouth is it only what you say I would say that your words are actions your words are obviously the verbal communication that comes from your mouth but it's also the songs that you sing like we sang today let my life be pleasing Lord what song does your life sing well I'd like to think that most of the times my life sings a song of praise to God but I know 
myself better than anybody. And I know that my song, the song of my life, is not always a good song. And I don't say that to beat myself up. That's what we call, I spoke about that last uh, time I spoke, that's the flesh. What is the meditation of your heart? Now, now we're getting into the, getting a little deeper. To me, the meditation of my heart, and see if you can relate to this, is when I'm alone, just, just myself, and my thoughts are just, they're just swirling. You know, they're, they're, they're going around, I'm thinking this, I'm thinking that. The meditation of my heart. It could be good, that's when it's meditation, or it can be other than good. What are your thoughts? And when you're thinking things, and you have a dilemma in your thoughts, who's the fixer of that dilemma? Who fixes those thoughts for you? Who gets you back on track? Who helps you to meditate and not all those other things? Worry, be anxious, um, think evil things. And don't, don't think we don't all think that every once in a while. You know, my, my mother passed away last year at 96, and one of her phrases that we'll always remember is when, when we were talking about somebody from 60, 70 years ago, she, I remember she told us a story, and I think I referred to this once, that somebody didn't give her a gift that they said they had for her at her wedding. She was married, what, 60-some years? And she would use this phrase, she said, oh, they did me dirty. I can hear her words say, they did me dirty, Kenny. And I'd say, first of all, I don't go by Kenny anymore. And second of all, they didn't do you dirty, they just forgot, or they, you know. But the, we all have those thoughts where we think, I'm going to show them, I'm going to do this, I'm going to say this. That's the, that's the thought process that we have an opportunity to change, to do something with. To take it from those thoughts to the thoughts of meditation, which is a peaceful place, a, a calm place. It's where you find comfort and where you don't do things your way. And now I want to share a personal experience that just occurred, just happened to me. And I don't do this to beat myself up. I just want you to know that we're all human. We all make mistakes. Last Sunday... May 31st, 2020, Brother Pete delivered a beautiful message in church. I listened to three or four messages that day, at least two or three. Sunday afternoon, now I've been, like you, I've been staying at home for 10, 12 weeks now. That hasn't gotten to me at all. People say, oh, I went out. It hasn't bothered me. I go to the store if we need something. I go to the drugstore if we need something. It, it hasn't bothered me. So I can't say that it was my circumstances, but Sunday afternoon, something happened, and I just became somebody I'm not proud of. I became irritated and agitated. And I, I was so upset, so much so, that I said, I gotta take a ride. I got in my car and just start driving. And as I'm driving, I am consciously aware, ponder, I'm consciously aware of what's happening. I have this ache, this gut-wrenching anxiety, this uh, 
And I'm pondering my life and my relationship with the Lord, and I'm recognizing this is not him. In fact, I'm recognizing this is the enemy trying to disturb my peace. And without having rehearsed this scripture, this formula, ask in the name of Jesus, ask with a sincere heart, ask with real intent, have faith in Jesus Christ. I'm going up one of these interstates and I'm so wrapped up in my, in my state that my mind just illuminates and out of nowhere, I said, by the power of the Holy Ghost, in the name of Jesus Christ, I rebuke this. I cannot describe to you what, what happened. It was like, you know when you have a burn and they put something on it that soothes it immediately and you go, oh, sunburn or, or just a burn or you know how when you have a toothache and it's throbbing and and then finally the, the the dentist puts something on it or they numb you or whatever and it's like oh just and maybe those are poor examples but but I hope you you get the message in that instant when I did those things not because of me but because of God in me because of the Holy Ghost in me when I did it I instantly was relieved of that anxiety. God knows that I want my life to be pleasing to him. And that's why when I call on his name with, with a sincere heart, having faith, and I, use, I call on his name, and I call on the Lord in the name of Jesus Christ, he comes and he delivers so let's go to the first part of that phrase now. What are the words of your mouth? What is the song your life sings? What are your thoughts? Who is your strength? Who, who do you go to for, a, for the, the resolution, for, for something to be fixed in your life, for, for comfort when you need comfort? I would say to you that Mormon and Moroni have given a formula that, that is the answer to all of life's challenges. And if we apply that formula, if we follow the word of God, read these verses again in John, then we can rely upon this scripture in Isaiah 26.3. And I know you all know this. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. When you get to a place where you find yourself not singing a song that lifts up the Lord, not meditating, not living the life that you promised to live at the water's edge. And if you haven't been to the water's edge, the life that you will promise to live when you render your life to Christ. If you find yourself there, use the formula. 
take these directions and trust in God. May God bless you. We're going to close my message with another song. This, this song is entitled Peace in Christ. And if you've seen this uh, uh, internet sensation, this little girl, her name is Claire Crosby. She's only five or six, and she sings from the heart. And uh, they said when she was 12 months old, they had music on, and she started singing and actually was keeping up with the music, the, the syncopation, the whatnot. Here she is, five or six, and she's belting out praises to the Lord. Her and her father, uh, Claire and Dave Cos Crosby. And so may God bless you today. May you find uh, comfort in these words, and may you find uh, comfort in the application of them in your life.
Well, I hope you enjoyed the message today, a message of peace. So does this seem? And to me, it's so beautiful hearing the words today that we have an example in the scripture, but more importantly, we have an example in our brother Ken's life. And that is the promise of the Lord that he has never changed throughout the ages, that he was the same yesterday, today, and forever. And as we listen to the song, it says that he, is, he has hidden it from the wise and the prudent, but he has revealed it unto babes. And you see, sometimes we get so far ahead of ourselves in our service to the Lord, and we forget how simple it actually is. As our brother pointed out today, that if we would just stop and ponder his mercies. You know, sometimes you feel that, you know, the deck that you were dealt was not a good one. But I tell you today, if you stop, you will see the writing of the wall. You will see the writing of God in your life, in Jesus Christ, in your salvation, in him working and protecting you today. You see, as much as Brother Ken and myself would love to save you, would love to make decisions for you, that you would choose Jesus Christ, we can't. That that decision is personal. And it's you today that has to make that step. And I echo my brother Ken today that in his name, Christ Jesus, would you pray? Would you look to him with a sincere heart and understand that verse in Isaiah, if you go up just a couple of verses, that salvation will God appoint for walls and bulwarks, meaning peace does not come without Jesus Christ in your life. It means Christ Jesus is a wall, is a fortress around you, keeping you safe, keeping you protected today. And if you pray to him with a sincere heart, you will start to see those protections. If you have real intent for your prayers, if you are filled with anxiety, as the example was today, if you ask him, not me, not Ken today, but Christ Jesus, he will answer. And we have to have faith in Jesus Christ. You know, that third verse in Isaiah, the 26th chapter says, Thou wilt keep him in a perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on him, because he trusteth in thee. And he goes a step further and says, Trust ye in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah, and I will substitute Jesus Christ today, is everlasting strength. Our peace isn't something that we can create naturally. Our peace comes through faith and belief in Christ Jesus. That if we open our minds enough and we seek him with real intent today, he promised you, not me, not Brother Ken today, but Jesus promises you peace in your life. It's my prayer this week that you might experience that peace it's my prayer that you might experience that every day of your life, knowing that he is on his throne today. And more importantly, he works in your life. 
May God bless you. Thank you for joining us, and we will close in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for the beautiful songs that we heard. We thank you for the beautiful message of peace in our lives. And we know that that peace only comes through Christ Jesus. We know that if we trust in you and we exercise that faith, Lord, we will see it manifest in our lives. That any anxiety, any trouble, Lord, that we know that you can take it away. And I pray if there are those sitting at home today, confused, concerned about the things that we see on television and the world around us, I pray for your peace in their life that they might be filled with your Holy Spirit today, that they might recognize, just as I have, just as our brother Ken witnessed today, the Holy Ghost working and active, helping us to make our decisions. We've witnessed it protect our family and our friends from trouble. And I pray if there is that anxiety in anyone today that you might take it away. Lord, we love you. We thank you. We ask all these favors and blessings in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for joining us. We look forward to seeing you next week. God bless you.